welcome or welcome back to the Faith Talks podcast. My name is Deborah. I'm a faith-based content creator and welcome, welcome to the Faith Talks podcast where every week I sit down and speak about the topic that the Holy Spirit is leading me to speak about. I share things with you that I believe can be very helpful in your journey with God. Also, it is hard out here these days, so we need things to remind us of the truth. And I really pray that Faith Talks is doing just that. This week, I want to talk about something that causes quite a bit of confusion. I want to talk about something and clear some things up. And that is regarding the Bible says in James 2 verse 26 that faith without works is dead, right? But then also we hear all the time, and I say this all the time too, that we need to be still and we need to let God do his thing. So which one is it, right? Faith without works or let God do his thing? Which one is it? How do we navigate this? I want to talk about this, give you some clarity and talk about how both of these things go hand in hand. They're very much true. All right, so let's start with James 2 verse 26. Let's read that together. Let's see what this verse says and what this verse actually means. So it reads, as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Now, if we read this scripture, this verse by itself, it can be misinterpreted a lot of different ways. Because seeing this verse by itself could raise a lot of questions like, but does this verse then promote works? Even though we learn that through Jesus, we are righteous before God, we should not have work-based faith. Romans 4 verse 5 reads, To the one who does not work but trusts God, who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. So again, to that one who does not work but trusts God. So why is this verse in James 2 verse 26 saying that faith without works is dead? What's going on? All right, so the answer is this, and it's actually quite simple. There there are works that support our faith, that fuel our faith, that add to our faith. And then there are also works that contradict our faith completely. And these are the works that I talked about in my last video where I was talking about learning to trust God and how God sometimes exhausts our options to bring us to the place where we have no other option but to trust God. And I was just talking about how we are very quick to create backup plans, how we say, Lord, I trust you fully. I, I've applied for this job and now I trust you to do your thing. But also I'm just going to apply for a few extra jobs to have that safety net. When you do things like that, you are completely contradicting your faith. You can't say that you trust God and then start to create backup plans. So these are the contradicting works that we can do when it comes to faith and they are completely useless. There's no point. And that's why I say you need to be still after you've applied for the job, after you've put your bid on a house, after you've prayed for a baby and you trust God in that, you need to let him do his thing. And in that, you need to draw close to God. You need to become so close to him that God's voice, which is as soft and quiet, Quiet as a whisper will become clear to you. You need to draw close to God because he will give you the instruction. He will tell you what to do. He will let you know you are on the right track. But so the works that this verse, James 2 verse 26 talks about is the works that accompany our faith, the works that show our faith, the fruits of our faith. I want to read to you James 2 verse 20 to 26. So these are the verses before that infamous verse of faith without works is dead. Let's read what it says before that. In verse 20, it reads, you foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? 
Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction as the body without the spirit is dead so faith without deeds is dead context the context is so important here it talks about those deeds that accompany your faith when you have faith in god there are certain things that you will do that will prove your faith that will add to your faith and that comes back to faith without deeds is dead in what i've just read it talks about abraham offering his son on the altar when we read these stories we read it from start to finish we read the whole thing but when abraham was in that and got that word from god sacrifice your son on the altar his faith must have been out of this world. He must have known so well that, God, you love me. I don't understand this, but I know that you love me so much. You love my son. And if this is what you want, then I'm going to follow that. And he had to act upon it. He had to actually do the act of sacrificing his son, putting his son on the altar. If he did not do that act of putting his son on the altar, it, the story would be completely different. But now this story shows that Abraham's works in this were accompanying his faith and through that he was righteous before God and God was able to say you know what I see your heart and it's the same way with Rahab as mentioned here what she did for those spies showed her faith it showed that she trusted God with this that she trusted that these were men of God that she was doing what was right in the eyes of God she trusted that so her works showed her trust in the Lord in my life this is really shown through again my apartment story uh, um, me walking around the building for seven days like the Israelites did with Jericho. That is an act of faith. That's something that I went to do. That's a works that I did to accompany my faith. That even though I had not heard from the letting agency yet, I was walking around the building saying, Lord, I trust that you've got this. I'm doing this to show you that I trust you. Or something else that I did was starting to buy things for this apartment before I'd even moved in. I started to buy small things like cutlery, like plates, like cups. That was something, a works to accompany and to strengthen my own faith for me as well. Like I might not see this, but I'm going to go out and buy this to take that stance and say, Lord, I trust you. I trust you so much that I'm going to start buying things for this place. Or when people were asking me, uh, Deborah, what's going on with your housing situation? Are you moving? I would be like, yes, actually things are being finalized, but this is the area that I'm going to move into. And that's that. I would speak it out, even though back then I was still waiting to hear back from the letting agency. I was speaking something out that was not happening yet, declaring things that are not as if they are. These were all things that accompanied my, my faith, that strengthened my faith. And like in this verse, my faith without those works was dead. How could I say that I trusted God to get me the apartment if I wasn't preparing for the place, if I wasn't speaking it out? So in this, faith without works was very much real to me in this apartment story, but also... I was sitting back and being still and letting God do his thing. Because like I mentioned in my last faith talks, 
God had to bring me to that place where all my other options were exhausted because I was creating a safety net. I was applying for more things. And God had to tell me, no, you're doing something that's now counteracting your faith. You have to drop this, these works. These works are not good. This is the be still part. And focus on, perform the works that strengthen your faith that show that you trust me so this is why i'm saying that both are very much true faith without works is dead true but the type of works that you're performing while having faith in god are so important because again those counteracting works are not going to do you any good and that's not what we want you have to be that posture of i'm being still i'm letting god handle this but also i'm working to accompany my faith and with all of this being said Starting right at the beginning, of course, you do first need to take that first step. You do need to apply for the job first. You need to place a bid on the house. You have to take that first step. I'm not saying that God won't provide something out of nowhere, because I have heard stories where where he has done that, where a job offer comes to you. But very often, we do need to step out in faith as well. And How do you know if I should wait on God or make a move? You have to get close to God. You have to read his word. You have to spend time with him. If you are also praying for an apartment, speak to God about this and say, Lord, I'm looking for an apartment. I mentioned this in my videos as well, journaling, writing down the things that you're praying for, the exact things that you're praying for. Because then you will know when you start your house search and you start to look on the websites, you'll see the apartment that it is that you've been praying for. From my experience, you will know you will know which job you've been waiting for and again I talked about this in my last video as well you really have to focus on God and block out the voices of other people when I first moved to London I had to find a job because I was here on a gap year I had to make money and I remember going around town applying for jobs and doing trial shifts and every job that I did trial shifts for they they weren't it. Like I just knew in my spirit that those jobs were not for me. But when I would call my friends back in the Netherlands, they would be like, are you sure that's a good idea? Like right now it sounds best to just take whatever you can. I remember I had a trial shift at a restaurant and I hated it so much, but they told me I could start the next day, something like that. So I told my friends, I was like, I hated it so much. You know, I've been praying for a job and this is not it. And they were like, well, it sounds a bit silly to now not take this job when you're running out of money and you don't know when the next job is going to come. So you should probably take that one. They could not see what God had placed in my heart, what God had promised me, the job that I trusted that God would provide for me. So in that moment, I told my friends like, no, I'm not going to take this job, which it could have gotten to me. I could have taken that job. But then I think less than a week later, I found my job at Costa Coffee, which is like a Starbucks. And I absolutely loved that job. Back then when I was, I think, 18, that job was perfect for me. And to this day, I still know how to make the best lattes I know how to do my latte art I learned so much there and the people that I worked with are amazing I knew that exactly that that was the job that I was praying for and that I was waiting for but if I had listened to my friends even though they meant well people very often mean well right when they say these things they're just looking out for you they see that you're running out of money but they can't see your faith they can't see what God is doing behind the scenes so in that moment my works to accompany my faith were saying no to my friends and going continue going around town to hand in my cv and continue doing on trial shifts without me having done that 
I would have never gotten a job. So yeah, I really hope that all of this will give you that clarity and like clear up that confusion of like hearing that faith without works is dead, but also hearing that we need to be still and trust God. Both are so true. You need to act in the works that accompany your faith. And with that, let God do his thing. Don't counteract him. Don't start to create backup plans. Don't do this and this and this to completely cancel out your faith. So yeah, that was it for this week's Faith Talks. Again, I really pray that this has been a blessing to you, that it's given you that clarity that you might have needed on this topic. I know that for me, this has been something that's been so confusing until the Holy Spirit revealed this to me. I'm so grateful to have you here, every single one of you. I pray that you will have a very blessed week coming up and I will be back again very, very soon. Maybe the- Time, that's what I get